Hey everybody, Chris Chipman, a.k.a. The Chippa here for yet again another year of Salem Horror Fest. This is Salem Horror Fest 2021, and before I get into uh, the film I'm reviewing today, I just want to remind all of you that if you're hearing me for the first time because of the connection with the Salem Horror Fest, welcome. Um, if you don't know, I do podcasts under the banner of The Chippa Made This. They are the Chipman Brothers Tangent creating geeks shooting the shit with chippa and the Talkbuster podcast anyway uh, i also have a youtube channel under chris chipman or the chippa um you can find uh this made the chippa which is a yearly year by year starting with the year that i was born um series about the things in my life that made me who i am today um i definitely recommend you check that out and if you like what you hear and you want to help a creator like me you can go to patreon.com slash the chippa and um you know Drop me a couple dollars if you like, um, or share it around and get other people involved. Um, and also through the Chip and Made This, you can find my reviews from last year's Salem Horror Fest and interviews with casts and crew. You're going to get the same type of stuff this year. All right, back again, Chris Chipman, a.k.a. The Chippa, with another film that I took a look at for this year's Salem Horror Fest. This is Salem Horror Fest 2021. This film is something that I knew nothing about, but I guess it's a bit of a local legend, especially if you're living out near Worcester. This is one of the short films that are part of the festival this year. This film is entitled Snapper, the man-eating turtle movie that never got made. This uh, documentary was directed by John Campapiano. It was also written by John Campapiano, and its cast consists of the people who were making the film Snapper. That that's Michael Savino, Mark View, and Scott Andrews. The synopsis of this documentary is this is the untold story of Snapper, an unfinished early 90s film about a man-eating turtle that wreaks havoc on a late-side community in New England. Through unearthed behind-the-scenes set footage, photos, newly digitized film reels of daily footage, and never-before-told stories from the filmmakers, this short documentary tells the story of an idea that almost became a reality. The film also provides a window into the local Boston special effects makeup and horror communities of the 1980s and 1990s. This film is 100% up my alley. I grew up making movies that looked basically exactly like this with my brother, Bob movie, Bob Chipman. In fact, he had scripts for three or four movies that probably would have looked just like this. Um, unfortunately, we did not have access to, um, really good special effects people um, in the Worcester, Boston area making um, gore effects and creatures and masks and giant turtle heads and little turtle miniatures and everything else they had here. Um, another interesting thing you just mentioned a few things you see in this movie is Tim Estelos pops up. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing your name correctly, Tim, but Tim is a, is a local um, favorite of the Salem Halloween time community. Um, Silver Moon Comics often has him doing um, 
comic book art and caricatures um, for free comic book day and also around Halloween time. Um, he's also been on PBS and other local broadcasting things in the Boston area doing film reviews. And he's also part of the Boston Online Film Critics Association um, with my brother, Bob Movie Bob Chipman. And I've actually, you know, gone to screenings and chatted with him. And it was just really cool to see him from, you know, back in the uh, early 90s popping up. Um, more things that, that are fascinating about this. Okay, so, you know, it's really cool to see something that was being made in a pre-internet world. So, you know, if this film was being put together for some folks now, this easily could have got picked up and became viral, but it existing in its own closed in box, the only reference these directors and writers and um, spook show horror makeup folks have are what's local to them and maybe things they've seen on VHS, you know, um, maybe the, the films of trauma, like the toxic Avenger and, um, you know, uh, other films of the late eighties and nineties, you know, the jaws ripoffs like Orca, um, things like that alligator, you know, it, this feels like it was hitting all of those, um, sweet spots, but it really was kind of made in the way that me and my friends used to make movies growing up and that you have an idea, you want some money shots and you cut a trailer. And that's exactly what they did is they cut a trailer off of a full script they had. And, you know, it's wonderful because you have scenes of like, well, why do we have a guy jumping out of a building on fire in a turtle movie? Well, we have no idea. It's not in the script, but we have a guy that likes to do stunt work. So we set up the stunt. Oh, and I had a bunch of boxes on my front porch that I had to get rid of anyway. Um, it was just fascinating to hear these guys talk about this movie. Um, another interesting thing was thinking about the films that the makers of Snapper um, went on to work on after. They worked on Next Stop Wonderland, um, which uh, I think it's Brad Anderson, local filmmaker uh, who eventually went on to make Session 9 and The Machinist. Um, I believe that was his first film, and they worked on that. Um, they also worked on Christmas movies, like Hallmark Christmas movies after this. Um, are they the same folks that made anything for Jackson? Um, if, if you guys haven't seen that, that was another great movie that came out this year. But look at the credits for Keith Cooper and Justin K. Dick um, on anything for Jackson. It's nothing but like cheesy Hallmark Christmas movies and then anything for Jackson. Doesn't make sense. Um, one of my favorite things about this documentary, aside from the pure innocence and love for wanting to make this cheesy movie. They knew exactly what they were trying to make, right? They were not trying to make an Oscar winning film. They were trying to make a movie like Piranha or Carnosaur, you know, or something like this, which is just cheesy over the top on purpose. But what's really cool, especially for folks around the new England area is the guy that did the turtle effects and the masks and everything is the guy who ended up being the person that created the effects for Spooky World. And Spooky World started off as just a haunted hayride and it's grown and it's moved. It used to be out at Gillette Stadium near where the Patriots played. It used to be out in further in Western Massachusetts. I think now it's up in Litchfield, New Hampshire um, at Mel's Funway Park. I'm pretty sure that's where Spooky World is. But 
if you're looking for something local to the area and something that really gives you a good slice of the pre-internet world of genre filmmaking, specifically in the super low budget, um, and something outside of like the LA, New York area that's just wholeheartedly Massachusetts, go no further than Snapper, the man-eating turtle movie that never got made. Um, it's just a joy to watch. It's going to be premiering at the Salem Horror Fest on October 11th at 6.30 p.m. at Cinema Salem, and you can go to SalemHorror.com to see other showtimes. Ba-ba-ba-da-ba!